Hey, welcome to episode 56 of the Daily Run Through the Book of Titus. We're in chapter 2. We've been talking about slaves and masters. We've talked about um, what the New King James calls them bond servants, the, the, the Greeks doulos, meaning you know a, a slave. And so the, um, the things that he has been telling Titus about what you shouldn't be encouraging those who are slaves how they ought to live you know what 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 should i do if i'm a slave um if i'm a roman slave what do i do and so um paul is telling titus encourage slaves in this manner and remember paul's a big picture guy and we see this a lot of times um you know says it in the book of Romans, says it in second corinthians 4 he, he talks about the how the struggles of this life you know the the difficulties that we go that you know um the things we go through now aren't they're not even worth comparing to the glories that we're going to experience in heaven. You know, when we get to heaven, we're not going to be like, Oh man, I had to suffer so much to get, you know, here the sufferings by comparison are going to be nothing. You know, the, the things that we're going through now that are, are work, you know, that God's using to refine our character, you know, we're not going to look back and go like, Oh, I wish I wouldn't have gone through that. It, it's, it's an afterthought. You know, Paul's a big picture guy. Paul's the kind of guy that is recognizing that, it's the eternal situation that really matters. And so even when he's talking about slaves, we're in an uncomfortable situation and probably not the best situation. You know, nobody really wants to be in forced servitude. But the slave in forced, in forced servitude who is a Christian is better off than his own master. Well, how so? Because of the big picture. The big picture is the slave is a slave only till the end of this life. And the slave has already been set free from the power or the power of sin, the penalty of sin, you know, and eventually you'll be, be uh, saved from the very presence of sin. So this is all temporary. For the master, though, who doesn't know the Lord, he's a slave himself. He's a slave to sin. He's a slave to unrighteousness. He's a slave to fa- to fear. He's a slave to his own flesh. And so he has a bigger and longer lasting problem, right? He has this life of being the master that's very short and then eternity separated from God. And so, you know, Paul being the big picture guy, he's telling Titus, exhort bond servants to be obedient to their own masters to be well-pleasing in all things and not answering back. And there's a reason for that, right? It's because the desires that through their testimony that their master might be saved. So he goes on. We, we Last time we talked about, you know, exhort bond servants to be obedient to their own masters, to be well-pleasing in all things, not answering back. And he says, not pilfering, not pilfering. Now, I don't know if you are familiar with the word pilfer um we used to use that word a lot when i was younger probably because we were we were trying to show off that uh we were aware of some fancy uh fancy words so um what's funny is in like the king james i believe it's like purloining um anyway the idea is don't embezzle (laughs) you know don't be a thief um don't take advantage of your don't take advantage of your master, right? 
just because he's your master doesn't mean you should, you know, well, I work here so I can have a little extra, you know, don't cheat, don't cheat your master, which really seems strange when you're a slave. You're like, he's, well, he's, what does he get? You know, what am I getting out of this deal? You know, um, in, in Rome, slaves would receive often a stipend of some sort. Slavery was different at that point than what we think of as American slavery. But um, again, we, we, we talked about this last time that we can apply this in the employer employee or boss employee um, situation or, or mindset to think about that as well to say, well, just cause I have this job, you know, and I've been in that situation. Maybe you have too, where you've had em- fellow employees that you knew were, were taking money or taking office supplies um, because they, their attitude will, was, well, they owe me. And I was talking with a friend recently that was sharing a similar, similar type of story about uh, coworkers who would, um, would leave work early and, and the whole attitude was, well, they, you know, they don't pay us enough. Well, yeah, but if you've agreed to work for that amount of money, then it's not really the boss's fault that he's not paying you more. I mean, you agreed to it and you can always go in and ask for more and maybe he'll fire you. Maybe he'll give you more, but it doesn't mean like, well, I'm just going to, I'm just going to cheat him. And so again, the concern is what kind of testimony, what kind of statement are you making to your boss? This is not pilfering, but showing good fidelity. The idea is being faithful, being a faithful servant, being a faithful servant. That is something that a bond slave should do. Be a faithful. Don't be a, don't be a servant that he can't count on, that he can't trust. Is that servant going to be the kind of servant that you're interested in their life? That you're, why is that guy like that? Why is he different? No, you're going to be interested in the one who is different. The one that you're like, why is that? What is it about? Johnny's slave, he, he's always kind. He's always, he's always does be, goes beyond what I ask him to do. And then Johnny's slave says, well, because I follow Jesus and I just want to glorify him and I want to serve you because I'm serving him, you know, and that's, that's the testimony because that's, again, I think that's the goal that Paul is trying to get across to Titus is encourage your slaves to be a testimony and a witness to their masters. At the end, he goes, you know, that they should be showing all fidelity, all faithfulness, that they, that they may adorn the doctrine of our God. I'm sorry, that they may adorn the doctrine of God, our Savior in all things. So, again, that's the whole point, that they might adorn it. What does it mean to adorn something? Well, when I think of adorning something, I'm thinking about putting something on. You know, putting on, I'm adorning this outfit. Um, and that's really the idea. The idea is is um, the, to point out to uh, the, uh, the, the Greek word can mean a few different things. To show, to demonstrate, to prove, uh, to manifest, to display, to put forth. And so that's the idea. That's the idea again for the slaves. It's very easy, I'm sure, I'm sure when you were a slave, very easy to become hung up on the fact that I'm a slave. I, I'm somebody's property. And that's so foreign, you know, to 
to our modern, I think, Western mindset. And, but in their mindset, I, I you know, who knows? I mean, who knows how common, uh, you know, just like I said, there wasn't a lot of talk right or wrong. It just was a reality. But to understand there's a bigger picture, to understand that my, my present situation is a temporary situation. And so for the Christian, it doesn't matter if you're a slave or if you're free. If you're rich or if you're poor, if you have a good job or if you have no job, if you're homeless or if you're in a mansion, it's all temporary. That's all, that's all temporary. The question is this. Are you going to demonstrate the doctrine of God our Savior in all things that you do? Are you going to adorn yourself in the doctrine of God? In other words, are you going to be living out the teachings? Live them out. Because if you don't live them out, what are you doing? You gonna fake it? I mean, people do. We all know that. We all know that there's Christians who fake it. But that's not what being a Christian is. Being a Christian is saying, "This is what God has said, so that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to adorn it. I want. I want to live this way, because it's the best way to live. Secondly, firstly, it's because He's God, Creator of the universe, and if He says to do it, I ought to do it. Secondly, is it's in my best interest, and thirdly, it's well, maybe secondly should be. It's a testimony to the world around me. My hope is that it will draw people to him, that they might be saved. And then thirdly, which I said before, it was secondly, it's in my own best interest. It's in my own best interest. It will benefit you to walk in the doctrine of God. Always. God bless you. Talk to you next time.